son's door two days earlier. This brutal killing took place while the family was gathered at home on a Sunday afternoon. The day of the crime, the father went to the trunk of his car, retrieved the rifle, and shot his wife as she was cleaning up the kitchen after lunch. When his 10-year-old son came to investigate the commotion, the father shot him too. His six-year-old daughter had the good sense to hide in the bathroom, but reports suggest he lured her out by telling her it was just a game. The girl was found shot once in the chest from point-blank range. The mother, who he shot in the stomach, was pregnant at the time. Police arriving on scene after neighbors called 9-11 found the father in his car. Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my g Hey, wait a minute. You're not my good friend, Roots. What did you do Most, with my, my, my co-host, sir? Most definitely not. He is irreplaceable. Where'd your beard go, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's much smaller, and I have a little bit more hair. Uh, anyway, nope. uh, uh, my my good friend, Eric, or as we like to call him, the, the third stranger. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my good friend, Roots, uh, had prior engagements uh for this weekend he had personal life stuff that he needed to take care of um but uh never fear our good friend mash daddy to the rescue uh we didn't want to go a whole week without giving you guys some sort of content uh so we we've got what i think is going to turn out to be a good one today uh but couldn't do it at all without you sir so thank you for uh sitting in for us I'm always happy to be on anytime I can help. All right, so uh, what are we doing here today? We are going to be talking about something that is, uh, it's been on my mind. It's been on my mind for a couple of months now, and it's this whole unfolding saga surrounding the abandoned PlayStation 5 game. And uh, what is that? We'll get into that in a moment. But if you ask a lot of people, a lot of people would tell you that they think that Abandon is really Silent Hill. And um, we're going to be talking about why. We're going to be talking uh, about whether or not we think that this game, not abandoned, but Silent Hill, if we get Silent Hill, could it be VR? I think it's a possibility, Eric. Uh, I think based upon the preponderance, preponderance of evidence... Uh, I think that it's it's probably at, at worst a 40-60 shot. Like I think there's a good chance that it could be VR. I mean, if you look at so many of these points that we were going to bring up tonight, it points right to VR. I mean, there's so many points that that cannot be just coincidence, and uh, you you almost have to assume somewhere is going to be VR. Right, right, and it's it's like. This, this, some of this stuff are, are things that we've talked about before. Um, but, you know, it's been a while. So as I was writing the show and I was putting the notes together, I guess I probably should bring my notes up, by the way. Uh, as I was putting my notes together, I had forgotten just how much evidence there was that uh, Hideo Kojima and his next game, uh, or, or, I mean, I think at this point, judging by what we're going to talk about in just a moment, I, th I think that uh, even if his next game doesn't turn out to be a VR game, I think the one after that will, right? I think it's pretty obvious at this point. 
I mean, he wants to do VR. He's wanted to do VR for a long time. I mean, he's got his fingerprints all over VR. Um, you know, I think I think a couple of his projects have held him back. And that's why he hasn't done one so far. Um, but I would say you're absolutely right. If it's not this one, it's going to be soon. Anyway, um, I want to thank you guys. Uh, you guys in chat who hung out there for a few minutes as we were uh, getting the technical issues uh, rolled out. This is actually my, my first time operating inside of OBS. So predictably, uh, things went wrong. And we had to put out fires before we could come on uh, on the air here. Uh, but the good news is, uh, while the look of things may be a little different than what you're used to, uh, I think it's going to turn out pretty good. And uh, nobody's complaining yet, Eric, that they can't hear us or, or we're too loud or trailer audio. So, so far, so good, right? Yeah, I mean, you did a great job. I mean, going from not, not knowing exactly what you're doing at all this morning when you woke up, to having this ready, the show ready to go tonight. Yeah, dude. Hats I've, off. Hats I've, off to you, my friend. I've literally put in a ten-hour shift. Uh, you know, when I should have been sleeping because I do have to work. I have to leave in an hour. Uh, when I should have been sleeping, I was actually learning OBS, setting up scenes. Uh, you, you know, uh, and and then writing the show. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, uh, we've been hard at it. So hopefully, this episode turns out to be as good as I think it's going to be. I can't wait to get into it. Uh, but before we do that, let's kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat. Uh, gaming science teacher is in the chat and, and she says, after seeing Death Stranding, I think a Kojima game in VR would be very interesting. And I think, uh, I think that that's the one given Eric, like, you know, people are so enamored with this guy and what he's going to do next and whether uh, his game turns out to be a, a, a huge super hit or a cult classic, uh, one thing that Kojima games always are is interesting. Oh, I mean, for sure. I mean, he, he's got his hand over so many games and genres. And, I mean, he's a, he's a, got a cult following. More than a cult following. He's got a huge following just for him personally. Um, anything he touches is going to be something that you're going to want to play. I mean, that's just the way it is. And uh, people have, I mean, look at the mystery surrounding this. He creates these things. I mean, he's a mastermind of doing this stuff. And, you know, and he does it on purpose. He knows what he's doing. Well, he, he's uh, he, he's a guy that likes to color outside the lines. He, he doesn't conform to the norms. And that's why people love him so much. He's, uh, he's truly an artist. We often talk about game developers as being artists. Uh, doesn't always apply, but I think, uh, it does, I think it totally applies to him probably more so than, uh, most, um, this the game cat in chat. What's up as is Zaylin Maru and Sion. Uh, what's up Sion? Um, Abdullah Saad 95. There's a high chance. Uh, it's hard to be, uh, conceded. Okay. Uh, techno glitch silent hill would be awesome. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, Spraga noticed that I got my hair cut. I just took my hat off. No, you're right. I actually did get my hair cut. That's the reason why my hat's off. Actually, I just forgot to put my hat on. But if I hadn't gotten a haircut, I would have like made sure to remember to put my hat on. So, um, so yeah, thanks for noticing. Uh, Lincoln Clay's in the chat, as is Decepticon. Oh, eek! um, 
the most unsettling demo of all time. Dude, I, I know it. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Um, Traveling Man 3775. Ognev, uh, why have we no info about the stream with Hassan? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what stream that you're talking about. He, he did do a stream a, a couple of days ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, maybe that's what you're talking about. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, welcome. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thanks for showing up for this. I mean, th this one's kind of on the fringes of VR content, but I promise you, we're going to bring it in within the boundaries so we don't get uh, a yellow card from the VR referee. Uh, Eric McCoyan joining the chat. It can just be an app that does something with any games, including um, Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid. So he's talking about the abandoned PS5 app uh, that is set to go live in just over a week. Eric, did you uh, did you download the app yet? I did. I did it today, actually. Um, I, I knew it was in there. It was a little bit difficult to find out. Um, you couldn't do it from mobile app, so I was looking all over my mobile app for it. And you actually have to go into the, the PlayStation Store on your PlayStation to do it, because on the mobile app, it doesn't show um, the download for the uh, um, for the trailer experience or however they're calling it. Yeah, so they're calling this uh, a real time. Um a real-time trailer app so that so that you know initially they were calling it something that you could use to view the um, the upcoming trailers for abandoned in real time we have since learned that um, that you can actually uh, there's gonna be more to it than just watching you're, you're gonna want to have your dual uh, dual sense in your hand and headphones on because there's going to be spatial audio they're going to use the dual sense haptics this is very much going to be an experience yeah it's not going to be a game for sure but it's it's going to be it's going to have you know you're going to have something going on in that game you know it's not going to be you watching a trailer right it's 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 going to have some type of experience in there that brings you into it more than just sitting and watching a flat screen trailer right and all for something that uh they claim is uh just an indie game from an unknown developer yeah, and something that Sony, another point to make, that Sony has never done this before either, and they're doing this for an indie developer. A little right. strange. Yeah. Anyway, let, let's dive in. Uh, we have a lot to cover here, not much time to get to it. I guess we should start at the beginning, and I, I guess the very beginning would be, who is Hideo Kojima? And, and you know, a lot of people out there may be... Um, you know, maybe snickering at that question, but to be honest, uh, I didn't know who Hideo Kojima was until I started uh, playing VR. It's been in, within the last five years that I found out who this guy is, this legend in the gaming industry. Uh, Eric, how long have you been aware of Mr. Kojima and uh, his role within the gaming community? First Metal Gear Solid. That was that was that was when he came on. They brought him on to, uh, you know, to write the story and 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 take care of that game. And then, uh, you know, he just shot up right from there and actually ended up taking over Konami. So yeah, that was when I first started hearing about him. So you you actually are a longtime fan of this man. Uh, I, I'm a fan, but uh, it's it's more recent. Uh, but anyway, Hideo Kojima is a Japanese video game designer, director, producer, and writer. 
1986, he was hired by Konami, for which he designed and wrote Metal Gear, a game that laid the foundations for stealth games and the Metal Gear series, his best known and most appreciated works. Uh, he's probably best known for his design work on Metal Gear Solid in 1998 for PlayStation. Uh, in 2005, Kojima founded Kojima Productions, a software house controlled by Konami. And by 2011, he was appointed vice president of Konami Digital Entertainment. Um, so we have this guy here who comes in as your common, uh, you know, everyday game developer. He, he takes a lead role on the original Metal Gear. And in doing so, he creates a genre. And uh, it impresses the people at Konami so much that this guy actually becomes a, a high-ranking executive uh, at the company in, in less than uh, less than two decades working there. Uh, it's a pretty impressive resume, even up until this point. Yeah, I mean, he, he took Konami through the early PlayStation years and made them... I mean, they were a great company before, I mean, but they were more of a great company with arcades. Um, you know, he brought them through the PlayStation and the console areas, and he made them what they were. You know, you know, with the games and with his direction, the, the art direction and the direction of other games that he had his fingers on too. Yeah, and the, and there was much more than just Metal Gear, right? I mean, there was uh, zo there was the Zone of the Enders series, which, by the way, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but. Uh, one of those Zone of the Enders games is playable in VR. You can buy it on Steam. You can buy it on the PlayStation Store. Um, so, uh, actually, the, w it wouldn't be the first Kojima VR game uh, if, if Silent Hills did turn out to be a, uh, a VR game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyway, in 2015, Kojima Productions uh, split from Konami, becoming an independent studio. And... Um, and uh, their first game, independent of Konami, was actually Death Stranding. Uh, and I think that for a lot of the people who are new to gaming, uh, you know, people who, who have come in in recent years, you know, we have a lot in our community who, who weren't gamers before VR, or at least a few. And I think that when these people, if they know of Kojima, uh, Death Stranding is probably why this was uh, a pretty good, uh, a pretty big deal over the last couple of years. Yeah, this was his big budget game, Norman Reedus. Um, you know, PlayStation Four. You know, beautiful looking cinematic action story. I mean, this was this was this was an amazing game. Next level weirdness is what I like to call it. You know me, I always like my unique games. I like games that make me think. And that that's the thing that's really a hallmark of Kojima's work, at least in the later years. Um, it's not just weirdness for the sake of weirdness. There's generally some kind of story that he's trying to tell or some kind of theme that he's trying to hit. Uh, there's a reason for everything with this guy. Uh, he really... Uh, he he portrays a lot of the uh, traits of a, a great novelist or a great movie maker. Uh, these uh, characteristics are more likely to be found in those industries than they, they have been uh, over the last, I don't know, couple of decades in the gaming industry. Yeah. And who doesn't want to ride around with a, like a baby strapped to their chest, right? I mean, perfect for <laughs> well, video well, you, games, right? 
you know who always runs around with a baby strap to their chest? All right. So yeah, this is where we miss <laughs> this is where we miss roots in the uh the my mom button. I only have so many hours in the day I couldn't I didn't have time <laughs> to set up my mom, so uh I'll give it uh, I'll give it I'll give it a my mom. <laughs> so uh hopefully uh you know, hopefully it'll be a long time before Roots decides to take another day off. But uh, if he does, I'll be sure to have the uh, the My Mom button uh, ready to go. So, um, Disabled VR Warrior, what's up, Wolvie? Thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, Gaming Science Teacher says, Next Level Weirdness is a good way to describe that game. Yeah, man. It, uh, it's one of the things, honestly, and I'm glad Scion's in chat. I've been watching uh, uh, some of the... Uh, into the radius footage uh recently that game's got some uh, pretty crazy weirdness in it too so i'm thinking uh uh you know it, it's weird because there's never a good time to, ju to jump into into the radius and i don't want to get off on a tangent uh but it's got that same weirdness that same kind of weirdness that's at play in uh in death stranding but there's never a good time because they're the it, that game's so well supported there's always an, a better version right around the the, the corner Oh yeah, they'll have something coming. They'll have like two new maps or something definitely coming out next week, or you know, new weapons or something. Right, new new more uh, DLSS or yeah, <laughs> upgraded graphics. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to our good friend or our 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 subject of our uh, our show, Mister Kojima here. Um, in mid twenty twelve, and in the years since then. Kojima has been con connected, has become connected to the Silent Hill series. During this time, he indicated on multiple occasions that he was interested in making a Silent Hill game. In August of 2014, P.T. was released on the PlayStation Store and revealed that a new game in the Silent Hill franchise titled Silent Hills, not Silent Hill, but Silent Hills, was being directed by Kojima for PlayStation 4. And get this, alongside Mexican film director Guillermo del Toro, starring Norman Reedus. So uh, if, if there's any kind of indicator what kind of an outlier uh, Kojima is within the, the video game world, the fact that, he, that he's going to, like, he wheeled himself into being able to make a Silent Hills game and then uh, brought these big Hollywood names with him. Uh, you know, it's a shame because in April 2015, uh, following Kojima's departure from Konami, the playable teaser was removed and Silent Hills was canceled. And um, in the years since then, Eric, th this playable teaser, which some people still have on their PlayStations, uh, the, we call them the lucky ones, this playable teaser has gone on to cult status and uh the the game that was never to be silent hills is kind of the top of the list uh with regards to the one that got away this is the game that everyone wanted and nobody got uh we all wanted to see what kojima could do with horror with an immersive cinematic horror game uh with hollywood level talent working with them uh it's something that still hurts people's hearts to this very day did, did you get to see it west did you, do you still have you don't still have it on your playstation well right? well i i mentioned at no I, I i have not played pt on playstation but 
Uh, I said at the top that I have learned about uh, Mr. Kojima since I became a VR gamer. Well, the reason why I learned about him and who he is was because I played Unreal PT, which is a, a fan remake, a very accurate remake of the original PT, uh, only this one supports VR. So I played PT in VR, and it made such an impression on me, uh, I looked into it more, and then that's when I learned about Mr. Kojima. Was there something that was made in Dreams also? Yeah, there's actually there, there's more than one fan remakes of uh, PT and Dreams, and um, I mean they're fun if you've played the you know PT before. It, it's it's nice to go in there and have these uh, see this kind of fan service to it, uh, but none of those are anywhere near the level of Unreal PT. Uh, the, the PC VR playable version. That game is, from what I understand, a pretty accurate representation of the original. Uh, the one problem with it is it, it, it wasn't made for VR. You can play it in VR, but it wasn't made for VR. And there's, uh, there's actually a bug, uh, unless I'm mistaken, unless it's been fixed, uh, there's a bug that doesn't allow you to actually see the ending of the thing. So you're kind of just trapped forever in it. But uh, if you play it flat, you can finish it. Uh, Just goes to show you how, how crushed people were, right, when they canceled that. I mean, people wanted that so bad. And they're, they're going out there making, you know, all these homages to it and, you know, spending time and, you know, resources doing these things and, and dreams and in other, other, other ways because they wanted it so bad. Well, uh, I mean, um, I mean, it says something, right, that here we are mid 2021 uh nearly a decade later this nearly a decade later uh people in the middle of the year 2021 are speculating that some unknown game from some unknown developer might be the resurrection of the abandoned silent hills uh game that was supposed to come out uh in 2014 or at least was announced in 2014 uh, so I think that that speaks volumes to uh, just how much people love PT and how much they were looking forward uh, to Silent Hills. But uh, it's an uphill battle. I mean, Kojima and Konami did not part amicably. They, 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 they. Uh, it was, it, they, they, it was a messy divorce, we'll call it. And they have uh, been public rivals ever since. So if something like that were to come together and Kojima were to be able to finish this project, uh, it would take uh, a minor miracle. Uh, and we would assume on behalf of someone like Sony to, uh, as a middleman to make it happen. Sony's got the power, right? They got the, they got the power to do it. If they anybody was going to do it, Sony, Sony's got the money, they got the pull, they got the power. Um, you know, everybody says that Kojima's not... You know, not really with Sony anymore. He's more Xbox, but trust me, in the end, he'll go. He'll go where the he'll go where the most systems are sold. I guarantee it. Uh, Abdullah Saad ninety five says, "Yep, what a shame to lose this game." Yeah, it's the, she was the one that got away, right? And, and uh, what could have been had we just stuck with her? Uh, <laughs> Traveling man says, "I think he has multiple Silent Hills games coming that tie in." to each other to create his Silent Hill universe. Now, there there have been um, rumors over the last 
I don't know, year and a half or so that multiple Silent Hill games are in the works. Uh, interestingly, one of them uh, supposedly being worked on by Sony Japan Studio, the now defunct, uh, add you, Sony Japan Studio, and the other one uh, supposedly being worked on by Bloober Team, which is a, a, a company, a studio that's well known for bringing uh, pancake horror games into VR. So I find that to be a very interesting little tidbit of information. Yeah, they did face your fears, right? And they, they moved that flat game into VR. Uh, that was Bloober Team, right? Yeah, Layers of Fear. and Layers of uh, Fear, that's it. Layers Blair, of Blair Witch uh, right. is Bloober Team. They, they also... Um, they also did the uh, Observer series. It isn't in VR yet, uh, but I, I have a sinking suspicion that that one's going to end up in VR as well. Yeah, funny that you hear their name mentioned with this quite a bit. You know, a, a well-known uh, team that has experience bringing flat games, flat horror games, to VR. Reputable sources say this is the case, and uh, you know. I left all that stuff out in the interest of time and in the fact, you know, we've covered that stuff before. So, um, you guys just look back through our Monday shows and if you're interested in those rumors, uh, the details and where they came from, uh, go back and check out those older episodes because we, we did talk about this before. Um, so we have, uh, Eddie C joining us. What's up, Eddie gaming science teacher, there was a VR version made in Dreams, right? Yeah, yeah, there are multiple. And they're pretty good, too. Uh, they, the, the biggest difference being the art style. Obviously, people doing this stuff from scratch. It, it looks like something that was made in Dreams. But the good part is is the the um, the audio. The audio is, the a lot of it came directly from PT. So, like, the, the radio track that plays throughout. Uh, that is actually in the uh, the Dreams version that I played. So anyway, um, you know, people talking, people talking about the possibility that this, uh, if there is a Silent Hills game coming, that it could come to VR. Uh, well, why would we think that? What what is the evidence that a Hideo Kojima would want to do something in virtual reality? Well, the evidence is actually quite substantial uh kojima has shown an interest in vr publicly since at least 2015 uh in september of 2016 uh kojima joined the advisory board of prologue immersive a company that's dedicated to building medium defining content and software for virtual and augmented reality in 2017, he gave an interview to Rolling Stone magazine, and the subject of VR came up during this interview. Uh, he states that VR is a, quote, powerful medium that has the ability to change not only games, but our lives. It'll have a large impact on our culture at large. Uh, he also said, quote, I believe that in the very near future, games and movies will meld together. The main difference is that a movie is not interactive, where a game is. It's almost like industrial design, where you need to think about the way many people will interact with a product and design it around that. That's the big difference between movies and games. So, uh, again, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like that long ago, Eric, when we were talking about 2016 and 2017, 
But I think it's notable that we have Kojima becoming very active in VR during those years because that was the onset of consumer VR. That's when the public first got their Oculus Rifts and their Vives. So uh, this just goes to show that Kojima has been involved it, to some extent in VR since the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, he's been been at it for quite a few years, um, talking about it, had his fingers on it um, in different ways. And he's always said, you know, he, he would love to make a VR game, but he wasn't ready to make it for a couple of reasons. And, and I think one of them that he said was that, you know, VR wasn't mainstream enough at that point. But he said recently, VR is now mainstream enough. It's it's time. He, he said it was time. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was one of the things that I think was holding him back um, at that point. And he said, though, I think his direct quote was the barriers are gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've we've uh, we've come a long way, even in just the last year with the uh, the onset of the Oculus Quest 2 era. Uh, VR is mainstream now like it never has been before. Uh, but anyway, as you can see on the screen here, in 2019, uh, Kojima picked up a Valve Index, and in another interview that year, he once again spoke about the possibilities of VR. Uh, quote, In the 120 years that the Lumaire brothers created, we have a monitor, or we have like this square, like an iPad or an iPhone. We have a frame, right? VR is kind of freed from the limitation of this frame aspect. So I want to do it, definitely. But I, I don't really have the time right now to concentrate on VR. So uh, this is Kojima, Eric, saying I definitely want to do a VR game. And uh, at the time, this is when he was beginning work, or at least uh, heavily involved with uh, the development of Death Stranding. Uh, and again, this was... Uh, you know, at the very onset of the Oculus Quest One era, we've come a long way since then. You you gotta you gotta figure if he's looking, you know, at the numbers that something like the Quest is doing, um, that he's seeing those 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 quests in, in all types of people's hands. He wants to bring his art form to that many people, guaranteed. Yeah, and, and you know, not only that, but we have in the last four months, six, we'll say, uh, we've learned about PlayStation VR 2. And Sony and Kojima have been like this, son, for years now. So you feel like, all right, so when we see the kind of hardware that Sony's coming with, it, it appears that they're serious about bringing VR to the next level. Now, if we assume that that's true, we also have to assume that they're going to want to put out some software to sell the hardware. And that means bringing in big IPs, whether it be their own or others, such as Silent Hills and Metal Gear Solid. Uh, so when, when you consider that we have Sony over here who has a need to make blockbuster VR games that sell headsets, and then we have their very good friend and partner, Kojima, over here, who has wanted for years to make a VR game. Uh, I mean, it's just like, it's too perfect, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, how, how do you come out of the box as PSVR 2 and get your headset in as many homes that already have a PS5 as possible? You put AAA titles that everybody wants to play in VR, Metal Gear Solid, uh, 
Silent Hill, what you know, Death Stranding. I mean, any you put some of those titles out there, I guarantee the number of PlayStation head uh, VR headsets will rival something like the Oculus headsets within a year. They'll catch right up. Any any ground that the Quest Two has made on PlayStation in this past year, they would lose that quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I you know this is kind of a different topic for a different day but i i kind of feel like the sony vr space and the facebook vr spaces while they overlap a little bit i kind of feel like they're these are different bases and these are different customers that they're going for where sony is uh where facebook rather is kind of going for the everyman they're trying to get your dad and your cousins everybody to buy a, a cheap headset to join the metaverse uh, Sony is all about entertainment. It's all about gamers with with Sony. So while we may have some gamers that are buying Quest, and, and certainly gaming is the backbone of the Facebook platform, uh, I've, Sony's selling to their again. This is console based VR we're talking about here. They're selling to their own customers, right? People who already have a PlayStation. So. Uh, I don't feel like there's as much competition here as some people like to think sometimes. Although it is obvious that on at least Facebook gaming's standpoint, that they view Sony as competition for sure. Oh yeah, no, they you know you know that they want to beat Sony, <laughs> guaranteed. And Eddie C, uh, I am just borrowing Roots's chair very shortly because <laughs> no nobody could fill this chair. Yeah, Ro- Roots had the prior uh, prior business that he had to deal with, so. Uh, if you're watching this, buddy, we miss you, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, we have you back on uh, Wednesday. You know, even if Roots wasn't busy, um, is he's still waiting on his graphics card? So I would have had to put together this uh, cluster F of a show uh, anyway, uh, whether it was Roots or, or Masher over there in that chair. But uh, we're we're missing you, uh, to say the least, Roots. So one hundred percent. Anyway, uh, thanks for uh, joining the chat, Mepper. What's up, buddy? As is Onakazi. Hey there. Um, yeah, Wolveraza says, interested in VR is like partial nuclear disarmament. Either you go all the way or forget it. Uh, Kojima, if he sees what I have from PlayStation and VR, I don't blame him at all. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think the next generation of PlayStation VR is going to be revolutionary and more than one way and uh just the type of thing someone like kojima who wants to blur the lines between the different mediums you know music movies gaming he wants it he, he sees it all melding in the one thing and in my opinion there's only one way that that's possible with technology we have right now and that's vr yeah can you imagine kojima kojima produced movie interactive movie vr experience well, that's kind of what um, that's what Silent Hills was supposed to be. It was if you go back and read some of the things he he said about uh, the reason why he wanted to do a Silent Hills game, uh, it wasn't there was very little emphasis on uh, player interaction in that. It was a cinematic horror experience. It, he he said it at the time that uh, he didn't want to put too much into the interactions because he wanted to put all of the resources into realism. Uh, with regards to the environments and the characters, uh, you don't have to have the player do things to scare the player, right? We just, he needs to see things. He needs to hear them and feel them. Uh, so that, that was kind of his approach. And, um, 
I think that's why people that's that's why this these rumors have persisted for so long and people are still talking about it today because we know that horror is the genre for him to do this in. He's going to give people heart attacks if we ever actually allow him to make a game like this. Yeah, and what what better venue than VR to put a horror game? Horror games are a completely different animal when you take it from the flat screen and you put it in the VR. I mean, you, you could take a mediocre flat screen horror game and you could put it in VR and it becomes a completely different thing, more playable, more enjoyable, more immersive, more scary. Um, the, the difference between playing Resident Evil 7 flat or playing Resident Evil 7 VR. I mean, just think about that. Which is a significant difference. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying why now. That, you know, the, everything we've said up until this point is kind of old news. It's stuff we've talked about before. Why is it coming up now? Well, I'll tell you why it's coming up now. It's coming up now because of this uh abandon this is the uh this has been a hot button topic in the larger gaming world for a few months now uh, a lot of buzz around this game abandoned for ps5 uh, back in april abandon was announced for the playstation 5 in a post on the playstation blog the post was by developer hassan karaman the game director at Blue Box Game Studios, and it appeared to be like any normal PlayStation blog post showing off a new upcoming game. Uh, a couple months later, Blue Box Game Studios revealed that Abandon would get its own PS5 app that, which would let players run the game's trailers in real time on PlayStation 5. This is the app that Eric and I were talking about at the top of the episode. Uh, it's going to be much more than game uh, trailers. It's going to very much be an immersive experience, uh, according to Hassan. This is a curiously specific thing that not even first-party PlayStation Studio games have done before. So it raised some eyebrows that this unknown game studio would be the first to pioneer the feature. Hassan Karaman, despite having almost zero presence elsewhere, is somehow a verified PSN account which is an honor reserved for developers and prominent industry figures. The app has subsequently been delayed multiple times and finally now is set to launch in just over a week. So why now? Why are we talking about this on Virtual Strangers now? Well, that's why. Uh, because this, this app's coming next week and people expect that, uh, you know, there, there's going to be some, uh, you know, even if there isn't total clarity, we're, we're going to learn a lot from this app next week. And uh, this is really the only time that I had the opportunity to talk about it. This Wednesday, we got Game of the Month. And, um, I mean, uh, and it's like a week, from, uh, a week from Tuesday that this app drops. So, really, we wouldn't have got another Wednesday show before then. So, uh, it's kind of now or never. And... Um, what are you expecting, Eric, when, when this app drops? Obviously, you don't know what it's going to be. Uh, do you think we'll know with certainty that uh, whether or not this is going to be a Kojima game at that point? Or do you think it's just going to be uh, another in a long line of clues uh, from this months-long wild goose chase? Yeah, I mean, 
he there if it's if it's Kojima, he's gonna want to keep this going until the game releases. There's no way that he'll give that game up. He'll give the the this goose chase game up that quick. Um, there'll be more clues in this. You know there will be. There'll be something, um, and people it'll get people talking. I mean, people are talking about this because because of what's going on with it. If it was any other trailer, it looks awesome. It was an amazing trailer. But if it was anything else, it would be okay. You know, I'll look for that game when it comes out. But I mean. People are going nuts for this trailer because of the tie-ins with Kojima or Silent Hill or Metal Gear, you know. So, yeah, I think they'll hold on to that. If it, if that's if it turns out to be that, I think they'll hold on to it as long as they can, and you won't have anything definitive until either the launch or right before the launch. But let me ask you this, Wes. How many times did you watch this trailer? I, I watched it a few times. You know, um, people have been kind of critical uh of it and you know i thought it looked really cool uh but as it turns out and i haven't vetted this i don't know how true it is i'm just assuming that it's true but people are saying that uh all of the imagery in this trailer is stock it's like stock from a game engine that you can buy these assets uh any game developer knows where to get them and these specific assets are uh, fairly common and inexpensive uh, assets. And then when asked about this, the uh, Blue Block Studios uh, pretty much said that th none of this footage is from the game. This is just something that they threw together because Sony was pressuring them for a trailer. So they just kind of threw something together at the uh, drop of a dime, uh, which to me just seems like the strangest thing, right? I'd rather not have a trailer then uh, throw out a bunch of generic stuff and put my name on it, right? Yeah, and, that, and that's why I, I, I watched this trailer probably six or seven times just because I was trying to catch anything, any kind of a hint that maybe there was something in there of game footage. As you can just tell there's not. Um, you can definitely tell it's it's not, you know, it's it's some it's just trailer. There's no, there's no game footage in there at all um, because it looks so darn good, right? I mean, it if it ever was i mean if they could even come close to this that'll be amazing it looked really good um the voiceover of the uh of the narrator was a, i think that's what people were um were trying to trying to kind of kill it a little bit because of that because she sounded a little it, it wasn't the best voiceover i guess but <laughs> i i still i still thought it was compelling i really did yeah uh yeah i, I felt like the uh, the the voiceover was a bit cheesy as well and, and you know not for nothing, but the plot that she's describing in her narration, uh, wasn't that Far Cry 5? I mean, it's, or, or, or even Outlast 2? Like, we've seen that before. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it, almost the environments, the, the environment almost looked like it was something from that, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, very similar. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. And, uh, uh, Onakazi in the chat says, I think a GamerRank's video mentioned that the models in the video was all asset flips. Yeah, yeah, so it's obviously a red herring. Uh, and, and by the way, even, let's assume that it wasn't, right? Let's assume that Blue Box is telling the truth here. Why would Sony pressure this tiny studio for anything, right? I mean, it's not like they're releasing some kind of big blockbuster here. Yeah, I mean, what, you know, how, how, number one, how are they getting access to all this 
new things that Sony is letting them do with the trailer, with the interactive trailer, <clears throat> and, and why would they put be putting so much pressure on an indie team who's never put a game out before um, to make sure you have something to show, a, tra- a, a good-looking trailer to show. It's a little yeah. strange. Yeah, and it's the nature of this app that really got a lot of people speculating that this might be Kojima because... Uh, you know, the most notable instance of a game being promoted by an application is PT. It's kind of the most infamous of all of these types of promotion. So, uh, you know, people drawing obvious comparisons there. Um, but really, that wasn't what kicked off the firestorm of, uh, of speculation around this game. What did it was actually a tweet from the developer Blue Box Studios themselves and i'm talking about this tweet right here so june 15th uh 2021 just uh you know about a month ago month and a half ago guess the name abandoned so they said abandoned isn't really even the name of the game it's uh it's a code word it's a working title but they said guess the name abandoned equals first letter s last letter l reveal closing in Hashtag PS5, hashtag exclusive. So, uh, Eric, I mean, you know, what did they think that people would say to a tweet like this? Like, even someone like me who isn't this big, you know, multiple decade fan of of Kojima and his work and, you know, or, or the Silent Hill franchise, like... Even I would look at that and go, you know, they're talking about Silent Hill. I mean, if this doesn't turn out to be anything that's like Silent Hill or, or anything that has to do with it, this is like the complete biggest mind fuck ever, right? They're just like, we just want to screw with you guys so hard, right? They're like, yeah, yeah, it starts with S, ends with L. You know, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But, uh, you know, immediately, almost immediately, Blue Box Studios uh, went on the defensive when, uh, c- because this tweet really blew up. This was kind of the uh, the watershed moment where this conspiracy theory leaked into the mainstream consciousness. It blew up overnight uh, to the point that uh, Blue Box had to uh, issue this tweet. We wanted to set things straight. We have no relations with Konami. Silent Hill is owned by Konami. We do not have any relations with Hideo Kojima. It was never our intention to tease the name as Silent Hill. We sincerely apologize for this. So, um, obviously, the naturally skeptical among us uh, took this thing at face value. And ever since this, they've been calling the rest of us stupid for even entertaining this. Uh, But I'm not buying it, man. No way. Do you think they even wrote that thing with a with a with a straight face? <laughs> I mean, how could how could you even write that down on paper and put it out there and go, yeah, we we didn't mean anything about Silent Hill. Why are you guys taking it that way? Right. Well, um, you know, people say, how could you believe after that statement? I mean, they outright said that that they're not associated with Konami or Kojima. Um, well, one, they could be lying. <laughs> you know. Second of all, if their studio is a fake studio, then they're not affiliated with anybody, right? I mean, I mean, there are ways around, uh, you know, this could be a carefully worded misdirection and not an outright lie. Um, but, I mean, 
beyond any of that, uh, no one's stupid for, for believing these conspiracy theories uh, because there's so much more than just these tweets. Uh, first of all, there's the fact that if this does turn out to be a Hideo Kojima ruse, it isn't the first. Kojima used a fake studio and fake developers when both teasing the Metal Gear Solid 5 game as well as the PT and Silent Hills. He's done this twice before, Eric, where, I mean, he's even gone so far as to hire an actor to portray the lead developer of, uh, of a fake studio that he created. Uh, I mean, how could people not think uh, that this is a Kojima ruse, even if it isn't? Are you with me, buddy? I don't, I'm not hearing you in my ear. Yep, I, I just, you cut out for a minute, but you're back now. <laughs> okay, so I was basically, um, I was talking about uh, people, whether or not this turns out to be true or not, people aren't stupid for believing it, because Kojima's done this twice before, both with uh, Metal Gear Solid Five and with PT slash Silent Hills. He's, he's, he's promoted these games from, from a fake studio and uh, he's even gone so far as to hire actors to pretend to be lead developers. Uh, so he's done this kind of thing before. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh, so whether or not th this turns out to be true or it isn't, nobody should feel bad uh, for believing it. Because, again, it's just history repeating itself. Yeah, no, Kojima loves this stuff. I mean, he, this is like, this is almost like part of making a game for him is, is making the game of the PR around the game. He, he lives for this stuff. Um, it's just part of him being an artist. And, uh, you know, how do you, how do you make a ton of hype or PR for a game, um, before it even, you know, is thought of or, or, or even thought to ready to come out is you put little hints out there and you put little clues out there. Um, he's bringing us all, if this is true, he would be bringing us all exactly where we want to go. Um, but he's kind of leading us with little breadcrumbs, you know, so and, and he has done this many times and he loves doing it and he does it very well. Well, I mean, it's a very effective means of uh, marketing, right? I mean, this people eat this stuff up. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, I mean, the, uh, the game cat asks, does this have anything to do with VR? It, it does. We hope it has a lot to do with VR. Eventually. Yeah. And uh, I'm assuming that uh, he's, he's just now tuning in. Uh, meow meow the gamer cat earlier in the uh, discussion we did a, uh, a, a segment where we talked about why this might be a, a game that supports VR and uh, we, we backed it up with some uh, cold hard facts so I, I suggest that uh, after the uh, stream ends that you scroll back a little bit if you're interested in that yeah 100%. anyway and I mean and even, there's even more that we that I didn't put in there but uh there's certainly a, I wouldn't call it quite 50-50, but there's a real possibility that Kojima's next game supports VR. Oh, yeah, uh, anyway, uh, there's a lot more going on here uh, other than uh, just the uh, Kojima's history uh, that people are, are citing uh, as clues to what this uh, abandoned app might be. And it was way too much. Uh, way too much for me to list even half of it. But I've listed here the main things that um, 
that that really stick out to me like the stuff i find very interesting um and we're going to talk about uh some of that stuff right now you know outside of kojima and his history there's the question of who is blue box studios anyway let's start with the logo for blue box studios uh, as you can see right here it's just the playstation studios logo uh inverted even uses the same font eric i mean isn't this a little bit on the nose absolutely i mean the same exact size square around the playstation logo yeah and, I mean... and and if you watch some of the uh playstation logo animations uh th there are uh some of the more prominent ones have this kind of glowing blue box around the the logo so a lot of people believe that that's what the actual phrase blue box is referring to mm -hmm. uh but it, it, also there's the fact that blue box game studios only seems to have a single employee again hassan karaman who coincidentally or not happens to share initials the same initials as hideo kojima so hk hassan karaman hk hideo Kojima. Now, some of you might think that that's a bit of a stretch, but get this. Uh, if you translate the word Hideo from Japanese to Turkish, what does it translate to? But Karaman. So this developer, this supposedly real developer, happens to have a last name that translates directly to Hideo. I mean, can that possibly be a, a coincidence, Eric? It's crazy because if you took one of these things and said, hey, this is this, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's way too far to go. You're, you're looking for something that's <laughs> not there. But all of a sudden, you start putting these little pieces together, and you're like, man, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And you're like, this can't, I mean, this can't be not real, is it? Or is it just a, they're doing it on purpose to make it a complete fake out? It's going to be one of those two things. They either did it on purpose to be a complete screw job of everybody or it is what it is and it's kojima yeah there's so much and there is a lot of that stuff like there's some stuff you'll read and you'll be like come on man that's a little bit of a stretch but when you look at the big picture as a whole the preponderance of evidence thing after thing after thing after thing um it, it all adds up to paint a, a very different picture uh, and i'm going to go through these a little bit quickly now because we are coming to the uh the end of our allotted time uh but um, with regards, we're still on Blue Box Studios here. Um, despite saying that they've worked as a support studio for years, you won't find any record of games that they've supposedly assisted on uh, within the past or other developers even that have talked about working on the Abandoned Project. Um, supposedly, based in the Netherlands, Blue Box Game Studios appears to have been founded in 2015. Get this. Exactly one year to the day after the release of the PT Playable Teaser. And this was right around the time that Kojima split with Konami. Uh, in 2016, it was announced that Kojima Productions was opening up a small satellite studio as you can see here and um in that very same place right in the netherlands the same place that blue box game studios is supposedly located now i found this one interesting eric you know 
we, we have blue box pop popping up uh, in the Netherlands right around the same time that we have these reports of Kojima opening up a small studio in the Netherlands. That's a bit of a weird coincidence, isn't it? Hell yeah, in one year to the day exactly that PT uh, <laughs> yeah. launched. Come on. Yeah, I mean, if this does turn out to be a long con, uh, I mean, it's, it's got to be one of the most epic of all time. I mean, this guy's been working. I mean, if this is true, this guy's been working on this, uh, on this, basically this media campaign for five years, and it's just now starting to uh, come together. Uh, I would imagine that if this is true, there's a lot more uh, to come for us as fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the list of connections that fans have made early on in the life of this conspiracy theory, the list is staggering, and it's too much to cover, as I just said. Uh, but fans have cited things such as Blue Box Game Studios' YouTube banner, which is a bunch of hills engulfed in a thick fog. Uh, employees at the company, the Blue Box LinkedIn profile, use stock photos, much like the abandoned trailer, using stock assets. Uh, Hassan, the lead developer, has a YouTube channel called 2727. Of course, the Silent Hills project was canceled on April 27th. Uh, at the abandoned trailer that we watched earlier, at the 49 seconds mark, the letters P and T are the only letters that are covered by the trees. Uh, that one's a little bit of a stretch, but I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, Hassan Karaman's PSN profile. I thought this one was funny, Eric. Hassan Karaman's PSN profile pic. Um, it's an icon, and the icon reads DevCon 2021. So mm, yeah. uh, like a, a con job by a developer in 2021. It's like he's shoving it in our face here. He's trolling us, bro. He's trolling us. Hey, and by the way, do you know who loves it that when you shove it in your face? <laughs> My mom. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> uh, anyway, there are literally dozens of these. Literally dozens. Too many to list here. Uh, I would suggest you do your own research. It's not hard to find. Uh, it'll blow your mind just how much and how obscure some of this stuff people are noticing is. Like These people are eagle-eyed, man. And uh, they notice everything. Nothing gets by them. Just goes to show you how much, how many people care about this and want to look for any little thing they can to point them in the direction that something like this is happening. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> people, um, people are passionate about it for sure. Uh, but anyway, following the most recent delay of the abandoned PS5 app, uh, things on the conspiracy front. Uh, kind of slowed down. It got quiet for a few weeks. After this last delay, uh, and when it was obvious that there was going to be a month or longer before we got this app, things got quiet. People quit coming with the new evidence, and it all calmed down. Until the new evidence. The new evidence. There's new evidence, and uh, some of you that have even been following this might not be aware of these last, last few tidbits here as this is stuff that has literally dropped in the last couple of days. Again, evidence that Blue Box is really Kojima Productions, evidence that Abandon is really a Kojima project. A few days ago, the Blue Box Twitter account dropped a new promo image for the Abandon real-time trailer app. And that image uh, is this one right 
here. So at first glance, nothing odd about this. But uh, if you turn the brightness, uh, I'm sorry, um, there, there's a blue. You can notice there's a blurred face in the background, which at first doesn't seem. I mean, I mean, it's weird, but there's nothing really that sticks out about it until you look at the the the, the left eye on the face. There's an eye patch there. Eric and I'm sure as a Metal Gear Solid fan uh, this immediately brings images to your mind doesn't it hell yeah that's big boss yeah uh, there could be any number of characters right there, there's uh, any number of uh, characters from the Metal Gear franchise I think there's like three or four different characters that sport eye patches in that thing uh, yeah, I mean, it could be it could be Big Boss, could be Solid Snake, could be Ocelot. Um, there's a couple of different characters that that it could be, but it it really looks like Big Boss. Yeah, and think about this for a minute, right? So we had the uh, Blue Box Studios earlier tweet with the starts with an S and ends with an L, and then them coming out immediately and saying, "Oops, our bad. That was completely by accident. We didn't mean." to lead people into thinking that this is a Kojima project. Now this, like, this is intentional, right? They know what they're doing. Oh, my God, yeah. I, again, like I said, this is either the biggest mind fuck ever or there's something going, there's something here, you know what I mean? Yeah, at this point, at this point, they're, they're going with it. Like, even if it was initially something that they got into by accident and abandoned really is this indie game from this brand new studio... Uh, at this point, with this promo, uh, it's obvious that they're they're doing this intentionally. Yeah, absolutely. Meow Meow the Game Cat says, if Fifth Dev goes missing or turns up dead. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, they're going to suicide themselves. Uh, I'd like yeah, to right. also, uh, I'd like to point out that, um, that there are some uh, blurred out words there. If you look just above Abandon, You'll notice that the image isn't the only thing that's blurred out. There are words there, and a lot of people are speculating what those could be. To me, just judging by the length of it, uh, it would fit if that said, Welcome to Silent Hill, which, of course, doesn't make sense with the, uh, with the Metal Gear imagery. But, I mean, again, if they're just trying to drop hints, you know, uh, who knows what this thing could be. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if it if it ever did turn out to be Kojima, he could just be putting all kinds of hints just to state that, hey, this is me. You know, maybe right. maybe it's not a, a a Silent Hill game. Maybe it's not a Metal Gear Solid game or a, or sorry, Metal Gear game, but maybe it is a Kojima game. And if that's a Kojima game, I want to play it anyway. You well, know what I mean? Well, here's so, the thing. I typically I tend to believe that it's not going to be Metal, or at least not only. Metal Gear Solid. I do think that uh, the the Silent Hills game, or at least uh, PT, because the PT teaser actually had nothing to do with Silent Hills. It was something that was made as a uh, proof of concept by Kojima. Uh, so, I mean, they could technically make another horror game that's not Silent Hills, but is uh, based on the abandoned PT trailer. Uh, but I tend to believe that this is Silent Hills. If this is a Kojima project, at least, uh, but I mean, there, there is no abandoned Metal Gear 
game. You know what I mean? There, there is the right. abandoned Silent Hills game. And beyond that, we know that, again, uh, Kojima was working with Guillermo del Toro as well as Norman Reedus on Silent Hills. And uh, a couple days ago, Norman Reedus dropped this little video here on his Instagram. Now, I don't know if there are any Silent Hill fans out there, but if there are, you're going to recognize this rabbit. Um, this is Robbie the Rabbit, a blood a blood covered character from uh, Silent Hill 3. So why would Reedus all of a sudden just be dropping this out of nowhere, Eric? Yeah, I mean, Ko Kojima and Reedus are attached at the hip for all kinds of stuff. And now he throws this video out here on the same day. I mean, yeah, on. yeah, and, and and get this like, um, he's been quoted in, in recent weeks or months even like he, since the release of Death Stranding, he's been quoted quoted multiple times saying that he's uh, already starting uh, talks with Kojima for their next project. So we already know that he's working with Kojima on something wouldn't it be awesome if it were the abandoned silent hills game and i kind of feel like this little video here might be a uh a coded message from uh, mr Reedus telling us that that is precisely what's happening here and uh if it's true i, I think it's something to be very very excited about yeah now what do you what do you think wes do you think this do you think this could be not for this game. Do you think this all this hype could be leading up for the next game for a, a PlayStation VR two game launch? Uh, uh, you know so, what I mean? Maybe, maybe they're starting the hype now. Well, um, you know, as our chat noted and as we noted earlier, there have been rumors of two uh, Silent Hill games that uh, you know. I, I know that there's that there's been talks of two games from multiple reputable sources now whoever it was in the chat earlier mentioned that those games are supposedly uh, going to tie in together and if that's the case then what you're saying here makes a lot of sense now i typically uh i would be surprised if uh the game turned out to be a vr exclusive uh but i i would expect um vr support and i think that w when you're talking about a cinematic game with not a lot of player interaction. Uh, I feel like that's something that could work flat or VR, but like resident evil seven, it's not going to be as visceral on a screen, nearly as visceral as it is in VR. 100%. And I think Kojima knows that. Uh, so we are out of time here. I do have one more little tidbit of evidence before we sign off. And, um, that came just uh, a couple days ago uh, when a new almost indiscernible image was noticed by those who preloaded the PS5 app for Abandon. At first, nothing can be seen, but if you turn the brightness and contrast way up, an image of a door and a table come into view. Now, some people believe that this is the door from the beginning room of PT, and uh, that's certainly... A possibility but people have pointed out details that make that less of a likelihood and they have noted that there is a door at the end of Silent Hill 4 uh, 
a very important door to the story that it almost perfectly matches up with in terms of the features that can be seen in this latest picture that has dropped from Abandon. Apparently the door and the table line up pretty perfectly with this chained door from Silent Hill 4. Uh, again, uh, just another on a mountain of evidence that, um, that this abandoned game actually is a Kojima game and it is Silent Hill. So uh, in conclusion, I believe that it's safe to say at this point that abandon isn't what it claims to be. What it actually is, that well, that remains to be seen. I, I think uh, we, we can agree on that, right? That this isn't just some random game from some random studio. Sony's playing at something here, aren't they? I mean, we know that Sony is very particular about what they release, right? They don't want to, they don't want too many bad games out there. Now, I can't imagine that they would have let this indie company do all this promo, do all these things that they've been putting out there, and then have this game not be what live up to what everybody thinks it's going to be. That would be a complete bomb for Sony. It would make them look bad, and Sony does not like to be made look bad, right. for sure. They would have squashed it by now, basically. If this wasn't uh, didn't have something to it, they wouldn't have allowed it to go on like this. Right, and we know what, what does Sony like. They like hype. They like hype. They like people talking about um, releases that are only Sony. And, you know, so, you know, this is going to be something. This is going to be something. I guarantee it. Right. And when you consider the rumors of the multiple Silent Hill titles in development that we previously talked about, I consider Silent Hills the front runner, and whether or not Kojima is involved is another matter entirely. This could be Silent Hills without Kojima. Uh, I think it's safe to say at the, this point that this is something that we're all hoping for, because after all, with Kojima potentially comes many things, namely Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus, and most importantly, VR support. Anyway, uh, thanks for doing this, man. Thanks for uh, talking uh, about this with us and uh, we're going to know soon right within a, uh, a little over a week we're going to have a, the next clue and w maybe we can get back together at a later date and uh, do an update video oh yeah hell yeah <clears throat> we're going to have a lot to talk about just in a week from now it's going to be exciting anyway uh, if you guys like this video give it a thumbs up if you're new to the channel hit the big red button and the bell to stay up with all of our content uh, we should be back to our regularly scheduled programming on Wednesday if not we'll have something for you we might even have Eric, Mr. Eric back on again if, uh, if Roots has uh, other things going on. Anyway, the point is, I've got you covered. We're going to have your content. Uh, lots of uh, you know game footage coming up this week as well. So, again, be sure you're hitting that bell if you haven't already. Anyway, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Eric, I'm Wes. We'll see you in a couple days, friends. Probably tomorrow or the next day with the gameplay.